Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Welcome to this episode of Shoplifting. My name's Liv Siddle and I'm here today with Poppy Hankin of Girl Ray. Hello. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. We were actually meant to have all members of Girl Ray um, here today, um, but they've all bailed. So we've got Poppy. Yeah, I'm launching my solo career today. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I'm not actually. <laughs> great live announcement there. We have actually got some drilling in the background. Um, I hope it won't be audible for any listeners out there who don't like um, drilling. Who does? Um, but please stick with us. I, I love think it. <laughs> got it's a bit some of a fetish. Drilling fetish people out there. Um, so I'm really pleased to have Poppy here today because I think it was last week or the week before I went to go and see Girl Ray play at the Lexington and it was just one of the best gigs I've seen in such a long time and it kind of reaffirmed what I like about music and it just was every song was fantastic and I've been listening to it nonstop and they're going to be our album of the month in August and it's just... It's just too many compliments at once. I'm sorry, I, I knew I was going to be gushing today. It. No, I'm, I'm glad you are. <laughs> also, I needed the, this. because you can't see me, I'm actually wearing a Girl Ray t-shirt. Um, <laughs> I, and I, I made I made Liv put it on. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> With I, force. I brought it in and um, was told not to wear it by some friends at Rough Trade, not friends anymore, but I've decided to go for it. Um, so yeah, um, maybe to give a bit of background, uh, Girl Ray are Poppy, who's here, and then Iris and Sophie, and there was another man playing with you as well in the band. We don't talk about him. <laughs> like no, I'm he, he, he's, he, um, he's our friend Mike, and he's just started playing oh. guitar and keys. That's nice. Yeah. A bit like the guy in the cause who... Uh... Maybe. I don't <laughs> know the cause. What? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just laugh it off. <laughs> um, so you've got an album called Earl Grey coming out mm-hmm. on 4th of August on Moshi Moshi. Yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the album? And the uh, process of making it and that kind of thing. So it's um, our first album, and it's like we were kind of. They told us we would make we could make an album, and then we were like making it a few months later. So it's pretty. Um, it's like a fast um, turnover, um, but it's. I mean, it's. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm not afraid to say I'm quite proud of it. I think we worked really like. We all went like insane recording it. <laughs> like it, it was typical. I don't know. I've, yeah, but by the time we came out, we needed like a spa retreat, probably. Did, um, did you go on a spa retreat? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, no, we just sat at home in, in our pants watching Jeremy Kyle. Fantastic. Um, no, um, but yeah, it was, it was we recorded it over two weeks um, with, with our friend Mike, who was playing with us the other night, and he, um, he and I sort of helped produce it together. Cool. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, it's, you know, there, it, gotta say it's, you know, really quite a few bangers on the album. Um, so, you know, you're in for a treat, listeners. Really. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to describe what what kind of. Have you of music have you listened to it? Yeah. I have. All right. Okay. You're you're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I got an exclusive uh, SoundCloud stream. Oh, lucky you. But didn't know that was happening. Not feet. So that sounds like I'm pissed. I'm not. I just didn't know there was a SoundCloud. I'll link, still Because my it. granny wants to listen. <laughs> no, I'm joking. My granny is. She's so mad. <laughs> um. Yeah. For those that don't know it, I suppose it's very. Um, I suppose the lyrical content is very relatable. It's kind of, I mean, all the songs are very sweet and catchy and kind of 
I don't know what to like kind of compare you to really. Um, do you compare yourselves to anyone? Um, Iron Maiden. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't really know. Because um, I, I had this like um, this plan for the album that was like it was it was like had all the, it was like a lyric sheet that was annotated in a lot of detail, and then like I think if it ever got out, I'd be in trouble because there are just like um, little references to songs on all, um, to other songs on all of the lyrics. <laughs> like for example, that was my plan. Like I'd say like Hammond organ here, like this here. This there, this there, and like looking at the page as if it. Do you know what I mean? Am yeah. I making sense? And then I'd like scribble down what needs to happen in each part, and then. But actually, what lots of those scribbles were were just references to other songs that I'm literally just stealing stuff from. So, well, like make it sound like. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, well, this is like Joanna Newsom part, or oh, this is like the, um, I don't know, ten cc part or whatever. Like, you know, or this is the Queen part, and I'd. You know, if if anybody found that plan, I'd be in trouble. I think most Copyright. artists probably do. Well, yeah, no, no, I know. I'm, 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 I'm kind, I'm kind of being silly. What I'm saying, in like the most roundabout way in history, is um, the influences are, are, are varied. I read basically. that you were fans of that. Todd Rundgren. Rund, Rund, Rundgren. Rundgren. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's people. People have have said that a bit, quite a bit about us. Um, but I mean, I do like Todd Rundgren a lot. But that kind of chirpy, um, upbeat music, and also 10CC mm. and people like that yeah, who, yeah. who make upbeat pop songs yeah. or Steely Dan, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah. lyrical content is quite, it can be quite like mopey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or just like, mopey. oh, I'm it's shit. miserable. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. Um, which is a really nice combination <laughs> and works really well. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad it works. No, but um, I mean, yeah, I like that one song um, Todd Rangan does. What's it called? I Saw the Light. That's like my, I think. You know, he's got a good thing going up otherwise, but that's his only like true banger, I reckon. I love that song. It's so good. It. Yeah. It's so good. So that's, I mean, you know, we, I don't know if we can like say that we're so influenced by Todd Rundgren. It's just that one song that I was a bit obsessed with. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, as well, I wanted to ask you how the three of you met. Um, we met in secondary school. Um, yeah, me and Iris go go back to the age of... 14 um in fact we were just we we don't usually have sleepovers but last night we had a sleepover not intentional like um it wasn't we weren't calling it a sleepover yeah she i say do you want to stay at the hotel and then she comes round (laughs) is the hotel your house yeah right um and and then but yeah i found like um, an old diary of mine from when I was about 14 and it was talking about when me and her had met and um, because I yeah oh my god so embarrassing the stuff I was writing really terrible we were in hysterics and then but it was talking about her and and you know I was like Iris she's so kind and lovely but you know she's like also really really awkward Um, (laughs) and I don't know if we can like get past this 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 boundary or whatever. I don't know if we can push past this. And uh, and there was one part where I was just bitching about her so hard and I was like, Iris, do you oh, want to wow. hear this? Yeah, well it, it I mean it's it's quite sad really because it was a point where she was so I'm just going off on the biggest tangent ever. It's fine, don't worry. She was like she was you know, she was just trying to like be, go with the cool kids a bit and you know, like she, she I was just like a bit of a like loser in comparison and you know, 
for, like, I was just re- <laughs> there was like some bullet points I'd written oh, in this diary about like what she'd said to me <laughs> that had annoyed me and I won't embarrass her here but yeah that I, sounds like so classic teenage diary it, it isn't was it? the most like I like to think back on my teenage well I'm still experiencing my teenage self but in my teenage self <laughs> as like as like actually pretty cool and like oh you know I just didn't really go with the flow you know but actually <laughs> it's so embarrassing I can't tell you one of the one of the entries starts sorry I'm just going off on the fine is this all right yeah. this is meant to be about this bad. is great well I just started one of them with like <laughs> it's like fuck it I just want to travel like <laughs> it was literally it started with the two words fuck it full stop like fuck it. I just want to get out of here <laughs> and then yeah I, and I, no one of them was like I just have this yearning to just have an emotional moment or something. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting here. This is real. Um, um, there's actually a night in London called Cringe, or it used to happen, where people mm. would go and read out their diaries in this event space. I should really. And the worst one would get like, collaborate a Collaborate with that. Um, um, but yeah. yes, yeah, so me and Iris met when I was 14. And then me and Sophie were also friends at that point, but we became um, close, closer friends in like sick form college. Um, and we, yeah, because we basically, me and I were like trying so hard to form a band, like ridiculously hard, um, just because we, you know, just wanted to be in a band. That's just was our only ambition. But it just wasn't working because all the drummers in our school were like horrible. That mm. they were all just like these boys. I've said this before, but you know, just really, I hope they don't listen. But like all of them, just not good people, really. What or, do you mean they were trying to like make well, the band theirs or something? No, like they just wouldn't. Like, there were nobody, there was nobody who was, like, really, really cool and like us. Not saying that we were really cool, <laughs> but I mean, like, they were, like, really cool in our eyes. Yeah. Um, to, who could, like, who could drum. And so we found, that was, like, the biggest dilemma of our youth. So it was just me and Iris on two guitars for a long time. Did that um, sound okay? It, no, no, it didn't. <laughs> we, <laughs> just listening back to small recordings the other day of when we were about 15, Really shocking stuff. Really shocking. Uh, anyway, but then Sophie came on board and we were like, okay, you're going to play bass. And then Iris took drum lessons in sick form. And then we just, let, there you go. That, I'm sorry, that was like the most roundabout answer to that Absolutely question. <laughs> I just, yeah, I had the diary on my mind. So, yeah, nice to know about your background. Um, and also, I just wanted to quickly, before we go and talk about the music that you've picked out today. Yeah. I wanted to quickly um, just gush some more. And so when I was listening to music a lot when I was walking to work and then home from work and then at home and telling my friends about it and going to see you, <laughs> just the casual stuff, I was looking into you more and I was reading about you and then I was like, oh, it's not possible, I, I could love them anymore. And then I read that you all love McDonald's, which made me love yes. you more. Um, and I wanted to ask you what you tend yes. to go for when you get at McDonald's after your shows. Right, I'll tell you now. Um, so that's actually where we went after the Lexington. It was really sad, actually, because... It, I, I was coming down with like a stomach bug, so I just wasn't feeling great. And then like we'd got well, it. So you went from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I just hadn't thought of it like that. I just didn't even think that was a problem. But I'll give it. But no, because we, we <laughs> it was like everyone was really drowned out after that show, and then it was just like we just trotted to King's Cross McDonald's, and um, it it was just it was quite sad. Really. I mean, it was it was fun, but we wanted like an after party, and we decided it was going to be at McDonald's, and then we were just there. <laughs> And, you know, that the card machine had broken. It's oh, terrible. Anyway, God. But what we usually go for is, I usually go for, because we're all vegetarian kind of recently, um, which is kind of problematic at McDonald's because all the good stuff's meat. Yes. Um, I used to go for a chicken legend. Mm. Now I go for a fillet of fish. I mean, I'm pescatarian. Okay. Um, 
meal with ke- uh, chips and strawberry milkshake. But the chips are a bit of an issue for me because they don't give mayonnaise out. I know, it's very odd, isn't it? Yeah, which is like, I, I'm always complaining to Sophie Nice about that. That's like the one drawback. Um, but I wonder if there's a reason why they don't. I think it's more you expensive. Can, you I can think actually that's it. get it. You just have to pay like 20p for a sachet. No, you can't. I've, what? Seriously, they've stopped that. Oh my God. I think it is because it's more expensive, but I'm like, well, you obviously have the mayonnaise because you're putting it on your chicken legends. I don't think so McDonald's just is like strapped off. for cash as well. I'm well, sure exactly. They can, like, they can afford it. <laughs> and uh, I know the Burger King, I was going to say Burger King, <laughs> <Bubba key. laughs> and they do it but um iris gets uh she gets a fillet of fish as well now because the veggie deluxe is shit yeah it's not good it's not good and then uh sophie gets uh she usually gets chips and an apple pie and cheese bites and wow. uh yeah kind of renegade that selection yeah yeah she like doesn't that. usually go for a burger and if she does she goes for veggie deluxe which is a shame uh, okay that's the end of my mcdonald's question and i have one more thing to gush about which is uh, after I found out about the McDonald's thing, I then looked at your music videos and I was like, cool, they've made loads of music videos. So I watched a few of them and then I realised, hang on a minute, this is a, a, a trilogy of music videos that are well, it's going It's going around as a trilogy. It's just a duo. It's just a duo. Yeah. It's a duo of period drama yeah, themed yeah, yeah. music videos yeah. in which you've got your friends and family to act in a kind <laughs> yes. of, uh, well, sort of 19... What, 40s, 1940s um, <laughs> kind time. of emotional, well, period drama, <laughs> I suppose. It's really emotional. And I just was thinking that is just the, the nicest, <laughs> coolest thing. And it's really low budget. It <laughs> and, is. It is. And it's kind of filmed in like, where's Peckham or something? Well, no, it's filmed in my great aunt's house. Ah. Uh, the first one, because her house like just looks like it's from the 40s. But we, we really got into it because um, we I kept... the. You know, Alex, who was filming it, started would start shooting, and then I'd be like, "Hold on, hold on, there's a coke bottle in the corner." Like people are gonna, pe- like, as if like people are gonna interrogate. It's like, is this door knocker? Is this um, authentic? You know, Sorry, I it was actually made in the forties. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Really... But people don't really pick up on that. It's After... just amazing all that effort you went to to make <laughs> a kind of silly period yeah. drama where the band members are playing this kind of like rich older yeah. lady yeah. and then yeah. this this man comes back from the war yeah. and they're all like ooh yeah. a bit flustered by him and then he falls for the maid which is, is that Iris that's Sophie that's Sophie yeah. and she's out digging potatoes in the but garden then it's actually a go between thing because yes. he doesn't actually I'm glad you picked up on this because you know, I have noticed one of the comments on YouTube for the ne- for the most recent one is, I don't get this plot. And I think they should start like a degree in Nettles of the Parish. That's the duo. Sorry, that's, that, that's what it's called, Nettles of the Parish. Nettles of the Parish. And uh, I think, you know, people could really analyse this stuff because yeah. there's a lot going on there. And we've, you know, we've thought about all the plot holes we're ready to answer questions on them. Yeah, basically, it's fantastic. Anyone should anyone listening, please check them out because you can just tell how much work has gone into them. It's kind of, it's almost that it might, it's, even though it's so well shot, it still reminds me of kind of like an A level play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that's like, the beauty it's of the it. acting as well. It's like us just like we keep just turning round in shock. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the best bit. Yeah, yeah. And there's some poisoning of the potatoes, and there's a yeah. bit where you're subtitled saying to the maid, "We're going to need more brie." Yes, yeah, I it's, do. It's say great. That. It I really do. is. Um, it was fantastic, <laughs> and that's my Glad gushing kind of over. Um, but I like the the period drama stuff. What's it called? Nettles of the Parish, Nettles and how you parish. also called your tour "Last of the Summer Crest." <laughs> I just yes. feel like all of this is, um, yeah, kind of. Anyone that's into kind of, I suppose, like English or, like, or UK <laughs> culture is just going to love everything you do because you're just, 
You just are it. Well, like McDonald's man. and, we and are British the bus culture. and drinking Stella and period yeah. dramas and us. yeah. Absolutely. And meeting in sixth form college. Yes. You're like the in betweeners, but yeah, it's like I think a song's perfect snogging. Did you ever see that film? <laughs> yeah, I did. We yeah. watched that the other day again. Really good. It's really good. Um so I am now going to ask you to talk about the records you've picked out today. Okay. Probably just keep talking about shit with you. For yeah, I mean, that was more good fun. Few more hours, but I, I but will get serious. Now. You've got a really good selection here, so, so that's really good. Well, what I'm trying you... not to show you because I'm actually a bit embarrassed, maybe. Well, I think it's fine. If, if, no, it's fine. There's, you nothing, sure? there's nothing you could pick that would be embarrassing, I don't think. Really? Um, I guess I could pull it off as ironic. What would be embarrassing? M- maybe something like. Oh no! Because you could literally pull off anything as I want. I could be like the Kaiser yeah. Chiefs, and then I'd be like, "Listen, this is just like amazing." And, and you know, Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. Or I don't know if we sell. We might do. I mean, like even you know, I I don't know what would be really cringe. Maybe something that was like taking it quite seriously. Like if I was, I don't know. I just can't think. Like of the Lumineers or something. <laughs> Actually, that that song is plain banger. white tees. Plain white tees. No, but that's you know again. I could definitely, I could definitely say that that Who was sung, just a joke. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea, I believe. The Fratellis. Yep, that's. But then again, like, I, you know what? God. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No one would. Nobody would question it. I don't think. Sorry if you're listening, Fratellis. Probably not. But um, <laughs> anyway, we're going to carry on now. So, yeah. what is the first record you've picked out today? Well, the first one I went for was Father John Misty. Fear fun. I don't know why I'm like holding it up. I'm like a um, I'm Carol Vorderman or something. Um, yeah, because. I think this is like it's like a nine out of ten record, which is really quite high. I reckon. I agree. Listen to that all the time. This one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm really glad because this this is my favorite of his, and um, I just I remember it coming out, and I was just just every single song. I was like, this is brilliant. Yeah. yeah I, I I and it's just I don't know. It's got like a little special fuzzy place in my heart because, you know. When you listen to a, like you listen to a record nonstop at a period of in a period of your life and yeah you know it just kind of I don't know I, yeah I, I super super love this record um, it doesn't really yeah. ever get boring that one I find no it doesn't what and do you it, think about good. his um, his his second album where it's kind of like a love album and then have you I heard really like that yeah yeah I I really new... liked I love you honey but I'd say that was like maybe like an eight yeah eight point five maybe out of ten I don't know it, it was or still... a pitchfork. <laughs> Well, eight point two. Let's just get real here. No, I'm. <laughs> I rate everything. But I, I, I was. I rate everything. Yeah. So no, but I, I think it was really good. But Fear Fun's still my favourite. Um, and then the the most recent one. I thought. I thought. I just. I just haven't really got time for that kind of political. Those kind of political songs. I know yeah. it's really bad because they're important. But you know, I just. No, can't really f- relate. It's quite full on. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite full yeah. on. Although obviously some bangers as well. Yeah, there are some fantastic songs on the new album. Of it just takes a bit more time. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's more of a grow and I haven't given it the time yet. So is there one song in particular of Fear Fun that you would like to play for us today? Yes, I reckon. You could introduce it for us. Um, great. This is Fun Times in Babylon by Father John Misty. Before the dam goes up at the foot of the sea 
open ceremony Before the star of the morning comes looking for me That was Fun Times in Babylon by Father John Misty. Clever. Father John Misty, if you're listening, got two fans here. Mm-hmm. Um, and well done on making great albums. Yeah. Um, what have you got next? Um, next, I've got Joanna Newsom have have one on me. Joanna Newsom have one on too many <laughs> N's and M's. I know what she, I know what she's called. Joan New have one on me. Yeah. Um, Spectacular album. Yeah, I mean it's it's like obviously it's just incredible, isn't it? Really. Have you ever seen her play live? Yeah, I saw her last year at End of the Road. Oh, me too. That was good, wasn't it? It was really I good. Although she got like, cut off. Yeah, and I felt I like pissed. she was a bit annoyed because it was like raining. Yeah, yeah, and she was... She was cold. Yeah, yeah, and her hands, her hands were, were cold. seizing up like the Hulk. Not really. <laughs> She's like the opposite of the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually met she her at End of the Road no. last year. She came to the Rough Trade tent and I've never seen a more beautiful woman in my life. Really? I've, she just... I guess she's like she, a she, different creature. Just so I warm. I feel like and, she just glows. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a kind of pixie. That's what I'm aiming for. When did you first hear this album? Um, we'll get into it. 
I was just going to say a date that was like before it was released. Um, <laughs> well, I never really like got into it because it's quite an intense album because um, there's so many songs. Um, but, you know, Good Intentions Paving Company, I've recently decided is my favourite song of all time. All um, time? Yeah, all time. Oh my God. Don't know how you feel about that. No, it's just but it's a just, big statement. There's just, there's just nothing wrong with it um, and there's everything right with it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know when I got into it. I mean, my brother was really into to join you and uh and I guess that sort of like got me listening to her a bit but I yeah I kind of just picked it for good intentions payment company even though the whole the whole thing is just amazing like I have listened to it through a lot but I you know you can't really like name which one's which um and I suppose I would ask you to pick something off it but I already know your favorite song of yeah, all time is on there so on may as well together that one yeah this is uh yeah shall I introduce it yeah this is good intentions payment company by John Neeson Change and a few And I 
was Good Intentions Paving Company by the wonderful Joanna Newsom. And are you guys playing at End of the Road this year? Yes. Great. Yeah, we are. We're playing um yeah, we're playing for the first time now. Cool. It's a great festival. Yeah, I I had the best fun ever last year. So. Yeah, me too. It's a very good lineup this year. Bill Callahan. Yeah. yeah. Um that'd be great. Father Who else is on there? Lucinda Williams. Father Father. Oh yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> we can get yeah, great. Do you reckon I can like go back to No, see I thought this before and just didn't work out. But End of the Road has that really good service where it's a postal service where you can send a oh, note yeah. to a band. I feel like, he, I don't know, he might make fun of it or something. Yeah, he never, yeah. No, I think he'd like it if it was a well-meaning thing. He might come and watch you. Oh. Imagine. <laughs> I think he might like Girl Ray, I don't I know. I think he would. I can't think of anyone who wouldn't. If they don't <gasps> like it, they are evil. 
I agree. Says me I wearing agree. my girl ray t-shirt. <laughs> and says me in girl ray. <laughs> I actually think that's true though. Um, okay, that was a fantastic pick. So number <clears throat> three. Um, right, so we've got um, Scampire Weekend. Um, I'm joking. That's a joke. That's what my mum calls it. Scampire Weekend. The scamps, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Is your mum into music? Uh, not really. I mean, oh. she, you know, she likes the hits, but, um, you know, she knows I like Vampire Weekend, so she comes up with funny nicknames. It's just something she does. It's very sweet. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, anyway, but this, no, this uh, album, should I, should I speak about it? Yeah, please right. do. So I think this is another, it's what, um, <laughs> it's what, well, actually, I wouldn't say this about this album. I'd say this about Fear Fun, but we, in Girl Ray, in the Girl Ray friendship group, we have something we call ESAB, which is every song a banger. And Ooh. that's what we aim for with sets and albums. Like, we're like, hold on, is this an ESAB set? And you can mm. ask that about bands you're seeing as well. Like, have they put, like, is every single song a banger? In the set, ESAB, ESAB. Like so you can you can start using that, and uh, <laughs> I would yeah I wouldn't actually say this is an ESAB album, but Fear Fear Fun is an ESAB album, yes. and that's a really rare thing I think, especially when there's a lot of songs on there. But this does have a lot of bangers. Um, I I you know this this just I was so obsessed with Vampire Weekend when I was like third fourteen or something. I don't know. It was just. They're just so great. I yeah. just love them, basically. They don't really sound like anyone else, do they? <clears throat> no, good. and they're just, you know, it's kind of got that kind of, like, is Baroque pop a thing? I feel like they've got, you know, like, elements of that. I think True. that's definitely inaccurate, but they kind of, sometimes they bust out a harpsichord, so. It's like kind of, not not nerd, almost like, um, so, like, like Ivy League. Yeah, I mean, it is. Of. It totally is. And, like, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what how popular a choice this will be, but it, it's... <laughs> It's, you know, I don't know. Again, like, it's got a little special place in my heart because it's, yeah, it's, I was just listening to it a lot when I was, like, 14 or something and <clears throat> having good times to it, basically. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I think I'd pick Cape Cod, Quasa Quasa, because that's probably the best. Oh, maybe, I like M79 as well. They're, they're all good. They're all good. But I'm gonna, pick one. Yeah, Cape Cod, Quasa Quasa. That's undoubtedly great. Great, this is Cape Cod Quasa Quasa by Vampire Weekend.
Cape Cod Quasa Quasa by Vampire Weekend. So what have we got here? Um, this is Crazy For You by Best Coast. Um, and yeah, I just think this is a really, really great album. Um, obviously, that's why I chose it. I, I just think, um, just, just, all right, music nerd. I'm not a music nerd, but, you know, the production of it's really great. And it's really kind of lo-fi and rocky and just makes me feel like I'm driving around in LA or something which obviously I'm not I'm like on the North Circular <laughs> but um you know still I I remember listening to, to get really getting into this album when I was like on holiday um in France and I'd just be really grumpy teenager and uh be listening to this and just having the time of my life um alone yeah of course because you would have had this as a teenager I did I remember listening to it I was probably about 22 and thinking at the time I wish I had this when I was like 15. And I it did. Is perfect. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. I, <laughs> I, remember, I remember listening to that track, Boyfriend, oh, yeah. about this, like, you know, just like, like this boyfriend I had for, or like this, you know, this boy I fancied for like, yeah, he was just not a great guy. And I was like, oh my God, I do wish he was my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> this is speaking to me on so many levels. Yeah, I know. And, uh, yeah, and, Anyway, so I, I, I just, I, but this is like the first like cool album that I'd say I was into because before that I was just into it. Well, I, I was into cool stuff, but like only because my brothers were into it. This is yeah. the first one I got into on my own and um, and really loved just because I loved it. And that's that sort of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's a really, really good album. It's excellent reason for choosing it. Thanks. If, you, if it was your first cool album. Yeah, I, rec- I reckon I'd say that, yeah. Um, so would you like to choose a track from it? Um, yes, I'll choose The End by, by Best Coast. This is The End by Best Coast.
Great. That was The End by Best Coast. Fantastic album. And it does sound like LA. Yeah. And everyone I, most people that I get in here are from LA. And all <laughs> I do is end up talking about how much I want to live in LA. Oh, God. And it's sad. Um, I live mind. in London, so. I live in London too, and it sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. So now I would like you to pick uh, a track from your new album. There's quite a, quite a lot of tracks on the album. Yes. There's like 12. F- 12, yeah. How come there's 12? Did you want um, to have a few more than... Well, because, like I said, it was quite a short notice kind of thing. So it was literally just like our favourite songs that we played live. And, it, you know, there are a lot of songs that we just wanted to put on, on there that we couldn't, you know, we felt so attached to that we couldn't not put on there kind yeah. of thing. So it, it's not like we, you know, it's, it's not like I just sort of like wrote eight songs for this album and they're all about this theme or whatever. Mm. It's like it's literally just like songs that we'd been writing like in the past two years or whatever and we that we were too connected you know too attached to and we couldn't not put them on how does that songwriting process work do you tend to do the kind of lyrical side of things and then do you bring it to the band and you work from there um well no i mean i i write well i've, ri- I've written all the songs so far so the, the music and the lyrics and then um you, normally i'll sort of bring them like a, a song that i've written mm-hmm. um after like, sh- I usually show them it halfway through, and I'm like, "Is this worth developing?" <laughs> um, and they'll tell me, um, and then I'll develop it, or I won't. And well, they they always say develop it because they're nice. But <laughs> um, yeah, and then I bring it back and I say, "Okay, here are the courts, <laughs> go." So it, you know, if there's like a really, um, like, like a baseline that's like super. Like for example, with trouble, like mm-hmm. da, 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 like that was, you, I guess you, I kind of wrote that bass part, just just that little bit, and then Sophie writes the rest around it. If you okay. know, what I, if you know what I mean, like if it's like a really, yeah, yeah, like that's how that's how it's done. When you were back at school and you guys were just so keen on forming a band and you yeah. were like trying desperately to do it, were you yeah. writing songs back then? When did you start doing it? Well, because well, my brother was in a band called Let's Wrestle, who oh. who. So he was in that from when he was about... With Wesley Gonzalez? Yeah. So oh. he was in that, he played bass from when he was like the age of 12 or something. And he said to me once in a car, uh, driving back from a Maid of Ale session, and I was about I was about 11 or no, maybe 10. And he said to me, um, he said to me, I'll tell you what he said. Well, he said, if you want to be a good songwriter, you've got to be like Wes and you've got to start when you're like 11. Um, and then by the time you're 18, you'll be an incredible songwriter like he is now. Because he was, Wes was about 18 at the time. Yeah. And been... I just really took that on board. I don't think Mike, my brother, remembers saying that to me. But I like really took that on board. So I was like, okay, right, right, here we fucking go. So from the age of 11, I was writing terrible songs. And now I'm 19. I feel like I've, I've like, I'm doing okay now. Because, and I feel wow. like Mike, his rule worked. And uh yeah, but I mean, me and me and Iris used to like write songs about like our school dinner lady. Um, uh, they were really bad. And uh, one one song called Rushki, which is like this like scar thing. It was so so terrible. Um, and it was like it was, we just made up this character called Rushki. I don't know. And uh, like a pri- private joke in a song, sort of thing. Kind of, but like we were actually really trying. Um, <laughs> and you know. We just didn't really have anything to write about because, you know, we hadn't gone through much. <laughs> Not that, you know, we have now, but, you know, 
it's it's that's really interesting though that you've been doing it since you were that age because at the moment it's it is like the, the songwriting is so impressive it, oh it, it can't have just come from nowhere you can't have picked up a guitar <laughs> and been like oh i'm really good oh like, yeah i mean it makes sense because yeah, yeah they are very well formed well thanks i mean like, like i said there's been a lot of trial and error um yeah I've, uh, but yeah i've been because i started playing guitar when i was like 11 and then uh, you know my brother just taught me so i the only things I could play were like things that I'd made up or things that were an ultimate guitar that had like three chords. So you just sort of start writing songs and like because you're too lazy to learn like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's how I started, I guess. Fantastic. Well, now we're going to give the listeners a taste of the new album. Oh yeah, can it be any song? I think it can. Yeah, I think okay. we, can, we can we can get that from, uh, from Moshi Moshi. So all right, well let me think. Do you want me to get the track listing up? Oh, no, I know the, I know the songs. <laughs> Sorry, do you want me to jog the memory there? I think I know. Um, I suppose one that maybe um, is a nice introduction to who you are for well, the listeners who maybe don't know I'd want to give everybody, everybody who's listening, a sneak peek of the, of the new album. But at the same time, I think one of my favourite songs off there is already released, which is Preacher. Mm. Um, so I might, I might, I might give... I might, Give all those eager fans preacher again because uh, that's like a song that I'm just like you know it's not often that you're like okay this is a really nice song like that yeah. I've written and you know but this song when I listen to it it feels really you know well formed and uh, you know I, I feel allowed to say that about one song but you know it, it, no it it's, is um, great it's I just really like it and you know um, our friend Eugene because I was like something's missing here and. Um, and and I asked Eugene, our friend, to play the violin on it, and uh, he came up with this like really like gawky style uh, violin over this guitar solo, and I was just like, ah, oh, this just sounds really really cool. So yeah, I'm a big fan of that song. And also, I tell you, this song was like, I was trying to be like, f- this note on on the plan was uh, Chateau Lobby Number Four. <gasps> really? Yeah. So listen out for that. Little <laughs> not, That's such not, a great I mean, song. Oh yeah, it's the best. And uh, yeah. It is, yeah, it is a really fantastic choice from that album because it is just a very, oh, very, I don't know, it's just a very wise, good song. What's the, what's it about? Well, yeah, it's a bit, bit of a sad one, really, because I, so, like, I started writing the melody and, like, the song on this old, like, shitty toy ukulele that I used to have. And, like, this was, like, the only thing that I could play, which sounds really ridiculous, but it was, like, the tuning was so fucked up that I could only, like, get this nice thing out of it. It was like, do, 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 do. What? But more in tune. Um, and it was like that. And then I just sort of remembered it like four years later or whatever and always had it in my mind, that kind of melody. Um, and But it just, it didn't suit my kind of miserable uh, outlook on life. So I had to make it a love song, but it's not true. <laughs> Which is so depressing. I came to I came to Iris and Sophie and I was like, what do you think? They were like, who's this about? And I was like, it's just, just don't worry about it. Just, just, just no play the fucking song. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but then, uh, and then it kind of developed. And yes, I think it's, I think I'm, I'm quite proud, proud of, of the lyrics about it because I think it's really nice. But, you know, I, it's kind of like me just looking forward to one day, you know, oh, uh, God, being nice. Be but then, but then it gets really sad at the end because then they're, lyrics from an old song that's miserable so there you go right 
you're going to have to introduce it now. Before you do that, thank yeah. you so much for coming in. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks um, for having me. And hopefully we'll be back soon. And anyone who wants to come to the in-store, that's going to be on August 10th, 10th yeah. in Rough Trade East. Yeah, so yeah, come along. Come and buy the album um, from Moshi Moshi. Yeah, do. And obviously from Rough Trade East. And come and see Girl Ray because they're the best. And yeah, thank you so much. Now you can introduce your uh, song. So this is Preacher by us, Girl Ray. I was wrong. It took so long, but you came You make me strong I've never known someone Who can pick me up without falling south Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.